0: Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges, where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. So don't forget to subscribe, like us, leave a review, share with a friend. Today's quote of the day is, If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. This quote is by John Quincy Adams. I am your host, Heather Hanson O'Neill, and we have amazing guest expert today. Helena de is founding partner of Consensus Leadership Coaching and Development and of Oxygen for Leadership. Both platforms offer international expertise in developing leadership development trails for senior leadership teams and executives. Helena is a dynamic, outcome-driven leadership coach focused on driving leadership success through a compelling range of coaching and consulting skills and expertise. She's an evangelist for Women in Leadership, and has been on speaker panels for summits, events, and organizations. With coaching certifications by Marshall Goldsmith, Authentic Global and Center for Self-Management, Helena has facilitated leadership development and executive coaching across a broad range of industries. She holds a master's degree in law and has completed advanced programs and certifications such as conversational intelligence, systemic NLP pre- master practitioner, and Lego serious play. And so without further ado, let's bring on Helena. I, I have to tell you, Helena, I'm so excited because I'm totally stoked for Oxygen for Leadership. I'm one of the speakers and I can't wait to share the message. And I'm so impressed with what you've done in bringing together such a broad range of global leaders for the summit.
1: Thank you, Heather. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here and uh, can I say that I just love the quote that you just put there? It's like my motto. I'm a strong believer in uh, what that quote brings into the world. So uh, happy to hear that again.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad it resonates for you. I, I figured it might. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I-, I know that you're not afraid to dive deep. So I'm going to just go right to, you know, how do you see yourself and your mission in life? What's your what's your why? My
1: why? I'm going to try to bring this in two minutes because we're on a podcast, not on a storytelling evening. (laughs) Um, I am an entrepreneur um, from very, very early on. And I always believed in my own potential. And I even believe more strongly in the potential of everybody and actually of everything. I've always been looking for the beauty and the strength and the power in people, in opportunities, in situations, but also in furniture or in gardens. I believe that with focus and with good intention, we can reach a lot. And my why, especially in my, my professional life, is to support other people to reach their full potential. To tap into that potential, to believe that they can uh, do more, that they can be more, and they can reach, I wouldn't say whatever they want, but pretty much. And that is my why. This is why I'm coaching. This is why I'm facilitating. This is why I am organizing online events and activities in order to reach as many people as possible to support them in their development, in their growth. Does that make sense?
0: It makes so much sense, Helena. And I know in working with you in the Astrogen for Leadership Summit, that you are 100% every single day taking action on, on your why, which is beautiful. And, it, and I wanna just draw attention to that because we can have that strong why, but if we're not making it actionable every day, we're, we're not fulfilling what we have the potential to fulfill, right? And you're doing a fantastic job with that. So, where are you right now in your life and your business?
1: Who? Um, I think my life and my business, who are pretty close, it's a journey. It's not like I am on a fixed point. There are areas that I would love to develop a lot more. There are areas where I feel, okay, I've got this, this is covered, and this is on like a routine or an embodied uh, process. There are some ambitions and aspirations still there. I believe that um, I'm 55. It was my birthday last week. Oh, happy birthday! I, thank you. <laughs> I tend to think that I'm somewhere halfway, which might sound a bit funny or crazy but I think that um, in terms of my focus on you know endless opportunities and possibilities um, there will still be a lot of years for me to to continue it might be in a different way it might be with a different intensity but um I would be I would say I'm like nowhere yet and at many places at the same time especially because I am uh, in these connections with people face to face for my coaching work my uh, team coaching work and then I am uh, all over the world with my virtual programs um, and there's still so many things that I and we can do there so uh I'm not sure if that is a really concrete answer on your question, no, but uh, it is how I it is how I feel and how I see, and also how I consider um, people I work with in my in my coaching practice. Um, I like to uh, redirect them also a little bit there in terms of uh, wherever you are. It is like it's a phase in your life.
0: Yeah, I. I love this because I know how much energy that you have and how much you bring to it. And um, and I know that you do have so much more. And it's about constant evolution and contribution, right? Mm-hmm. Receiving and, and sharing uh, without end. And we can learn f- forever, right? And so exactly. I think that it's wonderful that you have that outlook, that mindset, and you share that with your clients. Now, I don't spend a whole lot of time in the past, but I know that it makes us who we are. So mm-hmm. let's go back a little bit. And are there any, um, you know, stories or anything that you'd like to share about what brought you to where you are? What made you who you are?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. I don't do too much analysis. Um, I know that's uh, when I was very, very small, my mother always says that the first two words I said was, I'll do that. In, in, <laughs> in Dutch, it's ik doen. Okay, so I was very, very independent from I was when I was a very small child. And I always wanted to manage my stuff and reach my goals and be independent and free. And And, you know, I started working very early when I was 15 in order to be able to buy my stuff. You know buy the little jewelry things and you know that every girl fancies um so i've always been very strong in developing um business making sure that i um i achieved my goals and i was pretty independent and on my own doing that and I have to say that's a major change in the last couple of years that is also bringing me a lot of energy. I have learned in the meantime that co-creation and collaboration Mm. is very, very rich. I have been doing a lot of stuff on my own, taking um, all the effort on me, on my shoulders, uh, spending all the energy in a mindset that I thought, if I want something, I have to do it. I'm responsible. It's it's my burden or it's my ambition. I do not have to bother other people with that. And um, especially being in coaching and going to a lot of coaching uh, training myself and uh, um Working together with with peers in in certification programs and things like that have made me see things differently. And I can say that, for example, the Oxygen for Leadership Summit that we are now launching in February is one of the results of that. It is the result of co-creation, of uh, finding like a common mission and a common goal, and connecting people in like a kind of collective in order to reach something that is much bigger than what I could ever do on my own. It is, it is beyond uh, the person. And that is a very important lesson I've learned.
0: I love that. And you know, it's so funny because I've been on a similar journey as someone who is also a doer and a giver and very independent. It's a lesson that we we need to learn. And I love this lesson. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I talk about and that I work with my clients on is how our beliefs guide us. And sometimes they're guiding us in the wrong way because we're not conscious about them and we're not owning them. And maybe they were even given to us from someone else and how we can consciously reevaluate and choose empowering beliefs. So I'd mm-hmm. like to just ask you, what are your strong beliefs and how do they guide you?
1: My strong beliefs on um, my... Um In my personal world, are these uh, values of um, independence, uh, responsibility, discipline, um, I would say maybe a little bit perfectionism. And they have guided me and driven me for many years, I would say, in a good direction, but in sometimes a pretty um, exhaustive way. Because I was taking on everything on me. And I thought that if I would show that I couldn't make it on my own or that I didn't know it at a certain moment of time, that it would, that vulnerability would make me weak and would uh, have people um, turn away from me. And it has taken me some time in order to uh, realize that uh, these beliefs would not really help me to reach... the the higher goals because you cannot do everything on your own and you're not supposed to be managing everything at any time and be strong at any time because it doesn't really make you um, accessible also for other people to connect with. Mm. It has taken some time there. So those beliefs have, um, have got me where I was at a certain point, but I realized that they wouldn't get me where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And um, so I I changed those beliefs a little bit or I I nourished other beliefs in terms of um, being vulnerable and asking for help or asking for support and um, offering support to other people and co-creating is um, giving a lot of energy, uh, Mm -hmm. gives you access to a lot more possibilities because you have uh, more ideas more, uh, you can be more creative, you can uh, be more inclusive, and you can uh, reach a lot more people and a lot more achievements. So, uh, I have to say that my beliefs have evolved
0: for the good. It Mm -hmm. sounds like it. It definitely sounds like it. And, you know, kind of tying into that, those values and those beliefs, do they direct your choices? Because I think that those conscious choices, the decisions that we make on a daily basis, sometimes happen because what's the next thing or, you know, our brain is trying to make our lives easier. So we just make a decision (laughs) not based on conscious thought, right? (laughs) And so how do those, those values and those beliefs that you were just talking about guide your choices? And how does that work or not for you?
1: Um, those values and beliefs do guide my choices and I'm very cautious about that as a coach I also work with my clients uh, in order to do that uh, in my uh, coaching journeys and my retreats the whole um, the whole point is to uh, Reconnect with yourself to find the time and uh, the calm to reconnect with yourself to um make sure that your values are clear for you that the priorities are clear for you that you are aware of maybe conflicting values and that you uh, look at how you um, trade off or try to integrate them and that you know what your purpose is and based on that, on that you can then Um, decide on your leadership principles and on the choices you make on the things you do you start doing you stop doing so that you are aligned with all these things and it's amazing how much energy that gives people Mm -hmm. see a lot more clarity and can make decisions based on their values and their purpose rather than be um, reactive to what is happening in their life or uh, doing the things for people that uh, you know shout the loudest or ask the most. It is about being very conscious what is relevant and important for you. And so I spend time, uh, reflection time, uh, celebrating my successes, um, doing um, gratefulness exercises very like, on a daily basis in order to have all these things uh, clarified um, constantly, actually.
0: Oh, I love that. That is really, really important. And I found that when people come to me mm-hmm. or who are in a high state state of stress or their their health is being impacted, it's it has often quite a bit to do with that misalignment. They're not following those those underlying values and beliefs. And when they do that stress reduces. And like you said, it increases the energy significantly. So exactly. I think that that's super important. Mm-hmm. Now, for, for someone like you, who's, you know, super independent, and you know, you, you move forward, you do the things that you need to do. Um, and now you're you're in the more recent past you've learned this element of, to bring in this element of vulnerability. This one might be a little bit more difficult because the show is called from fear to fire. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you have gone through that is that vulnerable, <laughs> fearful, challenging place that you learned a really good lesson from that you'd like to share with people?
1: My oh, gosh. Huh. Um, I have to say, um, I am an introvert, I am a little bit of a perfectionist, and showing myself to the world in podcasts, on video, (laughs) on my website, on on, on public speaking, honestly, six, seven years ago, it was unthinkable. If you would have told me that I would be doing this, I would say, go away, there's no way that I would be doing this, because, you know... I'm an introvert that's also a limiting belief of course you know I love to be with my coaching clients it's one-on-one and it's you know we we have this great relationship we can we can build and and you can resonate and you can feel the energy and you can feel the dynamics I would never do that for a group uh, let alone to do that where I can even control how people respond or react on me no way But then I had this mission of bringing leadership development to the world. And I thought, if I do this in a one-on-one context, that will take me a lot of time in order to reach a substantial amount of people. So if I want to do this, I have to go uh, speak uh, for groups. I I have to do keynotes. I have to go virtual. And... Uh, when I started doing that, um, I took courses, you know, to make sure that I know what I was doing on, uh, on storytelling and how to bring a presentation and how to record presentations and things like that. But when I really actually had to do that, Heather, you you have no idea of how I felt. I felt so unsafe, so insecure. I had to stretch. I had to practice. I had to, um, you know, um, do a lot of, yeah, do a lot of practice and exercises and be supported by people in order to be able to do that. And uh, it has taken me quite a while because I, I felt so vulnerable and I, I, I wasn't sure if the people were waiting for me to, you know, to, to express what I wanted to bring or to, or to um, present what I wanted to bring. So it felt very awkward and uncomfortable and recently i had a, a for the for the summit i had um, a recording with my coach and she, after the recording she said helena do you remember 3 years ago because 3 years ago for the recording i was still in that phase where you told me that you would never be able to do this <laughs> and look at you you're everywhere now and and you're good and and that was so heartwarming because and and this is when I, I I say that a lot to, to my to my clients to the public, I'm the living example that if your mission is clear and you really want to do it, you can do the undoable or what, the things that you never believed you can do. If if you if you're driven to 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 get your message in the world, then find support. Um, make sure that you have everything you need in order to, to, to feel safe on the process side and just go there, just practice and do it. And you will be amazed by what you can do in the end.
0: Absolutely. You know, I'm am amazed that that was yours because I've I've recently just seen you in action doing mm-hmm. an amazing job with an unbelievable amount of exposure with video mm-hmm. and calls like this, and and you're you're doing this summit that's going to reach millions of people, mm-hmm. and to know that this was one of your fears is. Yeah. Um, incredibly motivating and mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up for people because you know if people just see you now like I just met you fairly recently and to I wouldn't have known that was mm-hmm. one of yours because you do such a lovely job of it and and drawing mm-hmm. on that that mission and the and the emotional connection that you have to your mission, it becomes bigger than you, becomes bigger than mm-hmm. your, your fears. Right. And so I absolutely love this. This is perfect. Um, so let's just, I, I guess, delve a little bit deeper into your thoughts on success and failure and, and how does leadership tie into that?
1: hmm. I think success and failure are a little bit overrated in terms of uh, that failure should be something that is bad and make you feel bad and success is what we all should have and makes us feel good and joyful. I think that there is no possibility to be successful if you have not failed. It is like when you ask a little child to start to walk and tell it that you that it cannot fall. I mean, <laughs> it is failure is a necessary phase in our growth, in our development. If we do not fail, that means that we have not tried, that we have not tried something new, that we have not tried something that we have not done before. And um, I think failure should be... Um, how should I say that? I might... I might not find the correct word in English, but failure should be something that we embrace mm. and that we take as um, something that we can learn from, and that we need in order to show our strength and or uh, discipline and our motivation to go on. I don't believe that we can enjoy enjoy have joy and success if we cannot deal with failure. Okay. And This is an open invitation for people to be also as a leader uh, to allow yourself and also people in your team to fail and to learn from it.
0: Wow. So there's two different things here. First of all, I will tell you as someone who has English as their primary language that you said it absolutely perfectly and I couldn't have said it better myself. So you used all the right words and it's not your, your first language. So fantastic on that. But the second part that you mentioned definitely resonates with me as well. And that is when you are a leader and you're out there and you have the message, it we have this this feeling that, oh, you know we we definitely can't fail because we're helping other people, we're teaching other people the lessons and that is so not true. People mm-hmm. connect more. They resonate more with you. They they trust you more when they when they fully know that you are human just like them exactly. and that you're embracing those failures and sharing them as lessons and that is One of the primary reasons why I started the From Fear to Fire podcast Mm -hmm. is to let people know that they're not alone and that we can all help each other. And like you use so, so lovely is, uh, you know, co-collaborate here and and, um, really make something bigger than than what we are if we're doing Mm -hmm. it alone and so fantastic and let's you know Mm -hmm. let's just take a moment and let people know where they can find you and maybe a a few words about the upcoming summit because this is such a timely podcast right now with it coming up so if you could share that that would be wonderful
1: oh yes absolutely so the oxygen for leadership summit is a four-day leadership summit it is virtual and it has four tracks so there's a plenary track and then there are three different tracks that might um be interesting for people to to um, to decide where they want to go on if they want to join us so there is the find your voice as a leader track that is all about uh, finding your strength your energy your purpose your mission actually a lot of what we have been talking about right here on this show and the second track is make your mark as a leader. And that is about how to impact other people, not only from a managerial point of view, but also uh, in impact people that you want in your projects, in, in your life, in your work, in, in whatever. It is about interaction with others. And the third track is drive innovation and change. And we have been able to um, collect and connect more than 90 top, speakers and uh, facilitators on leadership uh, from all over the world uh, bringing you their learnings and tools in a very interactive and participative way so uh, you are very welcome to join us Uh, can i can i give the website or is it of course
0: yes yes? you can give it here but i will also have the direct link in the show notes for people
1: awesome so if you register on uh, www the oxygen for leadership summit.com and the four is the number four not in words so oxygen for leadership the oxygen for leadership summit.com then you can have a free ticket where you have access to uh, a lot of hours of leadership learning you can have you can go live and you can watch the replay so the choice is yours and it's four days starting february 2nd Till February fifth, so in uh, in less than ten than, in than, than ten days,
0: yeah, yeah. very close. Yeah. And I know it's it's uh, crazy, and so I'm I'm part of that that one that you can see um, in the the free session. But then there's another level too where you have longer access to it. I'll put that in there too. But what is, what is that one? Exactly. So if
1: you have a free ticket, you have access to, uh, I think, about 50 sessions for free. And you can access the replays for 48 hours. If you have a VIP ticket, then you have access to all the sessions. That's almost 100 sessions. And you have 365 days access. So you can revisit uh, the replays at any time uh, when when the topics are relevant for you. And I think you have two sessions there as well, Heather. Is that correct? Yes, I, think you yes, are one, I have on two sessions. On one of roundtables. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have the Ignite My Fire session. So I think that your audience should certainly be there
0: yeah i i think that that you know with all of the information in getting to know you better and getting to know some of the other experts on the panel that i was mm-hmm. involved in i think there's going to be so much information it's incredible how much you're going you're giving for free but people um i feel it's it's going to be so much that you you're going to want to go back and listen mm-hmm. to be able to absorb it all. So I will put both links on the show notes so that people can decide what's what's best for them. So th- thank you so much for sharing that and sharing your, your insight and your wisdom about – leadership and vulnerability and fear and failure and choices and beliefs. Do you have a, you know, you were like 30 minutes, but it went fast, didn't it? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Can
1: I, can, having, I just add, can I just add a little thing sure. for the summit? If yeah. people want a VIP ticket, giving them access to everything, uh, if they buy it before January 21st, then they get a 25% discount for the lounge. So uh, okay, just make so sure. I'll make sure
0: to put the discount uh, link up there for sure. Thank awesome. you for that reminder. And do you have any final parting words of wisdom that you would love people to walk away with?
1: Well, I, you know, I'm a leadership coach, and I'm I'm ver- very much focused on the potential of people. I just would like to say to everybody, uh, believe in yourself. You're in the driver's seat of your life. Uh, you you decide where you go, when you go, and how you go. And I think Heather, you you as well, and I and so many other people offer you the the support and the tools to do that. So explore, be curious, um, take take that, you know, be accountable on that and and live the best life that you can. And if everybody would do that, we would have an amazing world. So it's an open invitation for everybody to do that.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Helena. Very inspiring words. And I know how much you have going on right now. So for you to take 30 minutes of your time is extraordinary. So thank you. Thank you. And to all of you out there listening, have a beautiful day. Enjoy. Enjoy.
1: Take care. Bye.